This is Monday Morning Meditations number 42 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. It's all about the slow burn. Good rising family and welcome back to the Rising Man Podcast. Real talk, it's been a challenging week for me, trying to land my soul back in my body after having an amazing eight days out in the desert with the Compass crew. And I gotta say, if it wasn't for the amazing brothers that I have in my life, on my men's team, in the Conscious Man Brotherhood Circle, with the Rising Man Power team, then it would have been a much more difficult landing. This is one of those times in my life where I really got to lean on the brothers that I have to help me refocus, reclarify what's happening for me, especially because there's so much integration coming off of a big experience like this. I always emphasize how important it is to have men you can lean on. So if you're looking for the kind of support that I'm talking about, you can always count on. I want you guys to consider joining us in the Rising Man Fire Circle because just $33 a month, you get access to our private Facebook group, monthly calls and daily accountability from the support team and men from all over the globe. I mean, this is really the game changer, having men in your life who will never sell you out, who will never let you down, who will always have your back. And to be able to be support for them, and they need it too, giving a man purpose supporting brothers that are going into the fires of life every single day that really gets things going so if you want to be a part of that with the rising man fire circle crew head over to patreon.com slash rising man to get yourself signed up today and join us on our next rising man fire circle call saturday april 27th from 3 to 5 p.m pacific standard time they're always always really powerful calls jump on for the first time as a guest hit me up with a message and i'll get you the link for that one so Without further ado, today's topic is tending the fires of life. Two weeks ago from today, I was driving out to our fasting spot in Death Valley for a Compass. And my man Rowan was riding co-pilot. And we were having one of those conversations about life, living, and all the things, all the things. <laughs> we were going there. And we started talking about tending fire for ceremonies and how, at least for me, it's a perfect metaphor for life. And in my opinion, there are two distinct roles when it comes to the fires of life. There are fire starters, people who initiate something, who get something going, who can build something out of nothing, who can create and get a vision into action. And then there are fire tenders, people who nurture that flame. Once you have a fire going, there's a very sacred relationship with the fire of continuing to keep the fire lit so that it's bright, so that it's warm, whatever type of fire that you want to have. There's all different types of fires. And we, we jammed on this topic for a bit because, you know, me, I, lo I love a good metaphor. <laughs> and then Rowan asked me this brilliant question, and it really stopped me in my tracks and caused me to reflect quite a bit. He said, what does it take to tend a fire? What does it take to tend a fire? Such a great question. And in this moment, he was asking about the actual act of tending fire, of, of having wood and, and a fire space and, and, and taking care of a community around a fire. But we quickly made this relevant to how we tend the fires in our lives and how we tend the fires in our communities and in our, in our purpose work. 
And so I thought about this from both angles. What does it take to tend a fire in real life, like a real living burning fire? And what does it take to tend a fire in a metaphorical sense, to nurture something that's been created, to keep it growing, to keep it continuing? And so here's what I came up with, some of the reflections, because it was really a great conversation that I wasn't expecting to have. And the first thing that I came up with is that in order to tend a fire, it requires deep listening. When you're sitting there with a fire, you need to really pay attention and tune in deeply to what the fire's asking of you. And sometimes a fire is asking for more wood. Sometimes a fire is asking for more air, some more space. And I thought this was perfectly relevant to what happens in life. We need to have a deep and honest and tuned in listening to all of the factors that are happening in our lives so that we can tend the fire in the appropriate way. Sometimes in our lives, what the fire will tell us is it needs more fuel. We need to put more energy behind the mission that we have. Whatever objective we have in front of us, we got to put more energy, more fuel, more resources into it. And then there's times where we need to let it sit for a little while, let the fuel burn off because you can overtend a fire. So that deep listening is essential when it comes to tending the fire whether it's a real fire or the fires in your life, listening to the people, listening to the circumstances, the events, all the factors that are involved, because that flame is a living, breathing thing. Our purpose is a living, breathing thing, and it requires us to pay very close and attuned attention to it. So another factor that it takes to tend the fires of our lives is patience. It's got to be patient. You can't be over-anxious or overzealous when it comes to taking action especially with a fire, because a lot of times a fire just wants you to sit with it for a while, to keep it company. And that energy, that eagerness to keep the fire stoked, to try and make it bigger and, and keep it burning really bright and hot can suffocate the flame. And the same is true in our lives, especially when it comes to our purpose and our big picture mission. We got to be able to allow things to catch up to our energy sometimes. I know this is really true for me. There's been times in my life where I've needed to put things into motion and then sit back for a second, let life catch up with it, let everything around catch up with the fire that I've already created and all of the elements that I've put into it because there's so many factors that are outside of our control. And we have to be in this dance with all of those factors in order to create what we want in order to really be in the relationship with all things. And so when it comes to tending a fire, whether it's the real kind of fire or the metaphorical fire, we got to be patient sometimes. we got to use that listening that we have and know when it's time to sit back and just let the fire burn for a while. And this leads into the next one. To tend fire really requires deep humility, to humble oneself in front of the fire and to recognize that there's something more powerful in, involved than, than me. The sacred element of the flame is older than time. And it's, at least the way that I hold it, it's, it's a teacher. The fire teaches me many different things. It'll, it'll teach you not to get too close by burning you, if that's the lesson that you need. Or it'll teach you how to pay attention more. It'll teach you how to not be over-anxious and stacking the wood too high by tumbling down or spitting out coals is, is really a humbling experience to tend a fire. And in order to tend fire in, for a community and with a mission, with like, for example, with the rising man, 
in order to, for me to tend the fire of the rising man, it's really required me to humble myself, to be able to ask for help, to be able to admit that I don't know what I'm doing all the time, to be able to do those things in front of my community, in front of the people who depend on me, has taken a lot. And it takes a lot to humble yourself in front of a fire, in front of the fire of life, in front of the people who support you and what you're doing out there in the world. So that humility, that sense of not demeaning oneself, but lowering oneself, bowing to the fire, being surrendering to all of the factors that are outside of our control so that we can really be in humble relationship with the things that matter to us. That's essential, essential when it comes to tending fire, when it comes to caring for something in a profound way, when it comes to serving a higher purpose and a mission in a big way. Humility is one of the most important values to have, in my opinion. And so another factor that's required to tend to fire is decisiveness. When you're in there inside the flames and things are getting hot and there's a stack of coals building up, you got to be decisive. If you're, especially if you're using your hands and you're not using long instruments and tools, you want to really get in there into the, into the heat of the flame. You've got to be decisive. You've got to be focused. You've got to be clear. You've got to know what action you're going to take. And the same is true for life. Decisiveness is so important when it comes to tending the fires of life and taking care of the things that matter to us because we can go back and forth all day long between the different options, the different ways of carrying out a mission and action an objective. But if we can't make a decision from that place within ourselves, that deep king decision maker that helps us to navigate life, then we'll constantly be dancing back and forth between things. And so that decisiveness and tending fire and the decisiveness of taking action in our lives is essential for men. I think there's a lot of us that could really nurture this quality within ourselves we're so worried about failing or choosing the wrong thing, but at least make a decision because there's always, even if you twist a log on the fire and, and it tumbles down, you can always rebuild it. As long as the flame doesn't go out, you can always rebuild it. You can always stack it back up again. So make a decision, make a clear decision, make an intuitive decision, and then see what the consequences are. And that brings me to my last reflection point. It really requires discipline. It requires a discipline of character, a discipline of mind, a discipline of heart in order to tend fire, in order to nurture a big vision, a big mission in life, it requires discipline. The ability to be conscious and committed and consistent in what we're doing with our lives. Nobody built a castle overnight. It just doesn't happen that way. It requires consistent effort, a lot of behind the scenes hours and doing the dirty work on the foundational level to achieve and create anything of great value in this world. Discipline refers to a lot of different components, but just that, that simple quality of being focused, of being consistent and steady in our actions. My bro Preston and Alexi, they use a term aligned, committed action in the work that they do. Aligned, committed action. Alignment, commitment, action. So, so simple and so powerful when you apply that to being disciplined and how you will take care of the things in your life that matter to you, how you will tend the fire of your big vision, of your big purpose in your life. Having that discipline will carry you forward through the dark nights and the bright mornings. Whatever the circumstances are, it'll carry you through all those times. So just to review, listening, deep listening to what the fire is asking for. What is your life asking you to do? How is life asking you to tend the things that matter to you? Patience, not being over-anxious, 
not trying to go too far too fast, but just listening, tuning into that listening and being able to sit back when necessary. Humility, humbling yourself, recognizing that you, just like everyone else, is human and that there's powers at play that are bigger than any of us. And so humbling ourselves in front of that fire, in front of those circumstances of life and just simply playing our role and knowing we have a role to play, but knowing we're not in control of it all. Decisiveness, decisive action, simple, period. Taking action, making a decision, not waffling or floundering around, going back and forth between possibilities. Discipline, disciplining ourselves, being consistent and steady in the action steps that we take. And in this conversation with Rowan, it led me back to something that I talk about a lot. The difference between the fast burn and the slow burn. For any of you guys who've been around a fire, uh, you know that there's different types of wood, different types of trees, and they all burn differently. They have different oils, they have different densities, they have different levels of, of dryness or wetness, and they all affect the light that they give off and the amount of fuel they have to burn. And so I usually make a comparison between pine and oak, some big pine trees out here, they tend to burn really bright and they burn really fast. And if they're sappy and they have that pine tar inside of their, uh, of the wood, then it tends to burn really bright and hot. But the problem with pine is that it burns very quickly. It doesn't create a lot of coals. It kind of burns out and becomes ash very quickly. It's not very, not as dense as, as oak wood and oak out here you throw a big oak log on the fire and that can burn for a couple of hours if it's a nice big log. And so for me, I think about life, I think about the slow burn and the fast burn. And at least for me, a lot of times I've needed to focus in more on the slow burn, taking a nice big piece of oak and throwing it on the fire and just turning it and twisting it, listening for when it wants to be moved so that it can give that bright light, but also create some nice hot coals and keep, keep me warm through the night. I find that a lot of us guys, we, we're very good at getting a nice hot fire going, but it's about nurturing that flame over the long term. To be able to live out a vision in life requires that that slow burn happens, our ability to stretch out our resources and our energy over the course of time so that we can really apply our skills, give our energy and our effort into something over time and it can grow and it can become everything we thought it would be because if we stack all of our bright pine wood on the fire early on in the night, it's going to burn out fast. And then there's a long night <laughs> for you, for us to stay warm and lit up through. So mixing in those times where it, where it's appropriate to throw a pine log on the fire, where it's appropriate to turn up the heat and really start taking more action and more, putting more effort and resources behind what we're doing in our lives. But then also knowing when to throw a big oak log on the fire and to let it to let it sizzle and smolder and create some nice warm coals to carry us through that evening, through that dark night that so many of us face on the journey of living our purpose and fulfilling our mission. So action steps this week is to reflect what fires are you tending in your life? Which of these elements of tending fire are you most capable with? Which of these five elements of tending fire are you most adept at? And then which of these five also deserves more attention? Which, what can you double down on? What can you build up that's going to help serve you in your life? And what is one simple measurable action that you can implement this week to improve your fire tending? And then put that into place. Put that into place in your life so that you can keep moving forward. Keep the ball rolling. Keep, keep that fire lit because we're depending on it. We need everybody lighting those signal fires all over the world so that we can light up this world in the way that we know how. 
So there is no better place to sharpen your fire tending than in the Rising Man Fire Circle. So join us today. Monthly calls, weekly drop-ins, daily support from our Rising Man Fire Circle squad. It's truly becoming a powerful community. We've got over a dozen members now, and it's really becoming a powerful, powerful crew. So sign up today by supporting us on patreon.com slash rising man. As always, please subscribe to us on the podcast app of your choice, wherever you're listening to us. Hit that subscribe button. Give us five star rating if you believe we deserve it and leave some comments and feedback so we know what the biggest takeaways are from each episode, what you're getting from the Rising Man podcast, the Rising Man movement. We love hearing about it. Big ups to my Rising Man power team, Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics, Rowan Tyne at Rowan T-Y-N-E on Instagram, Mark Rose, Julian Subic. Where would I be without you fellas? I appreciate you guys. Thank you for everything that you do. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Thank you.